0: The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network.
1: Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and you're listening to Tech Talk Radio.
0: It's another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeird. I'm Broadway. And I'm Justin. We are the show that talks about... Computers. Technology. And sometimes the internet. <laughs> I don't know. It, it seems more like it's about the internet now, Right. Actually, well yeah, that's true, that is true. We, we actually barely talk about computers anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame too, because I like shame. computers. That's the uh, best okay. part about it, right? You yeah, you could take a whole down a whole server grid. Just
2: you can take by down screwing an entire stuff. university with yeah. one computer. No, well, not an entire university. <laughs> just the connection between our broadcast replay system and our local <laughs> storage system. So yeah, can't we can't we. We can't yeah. so we're going to jump right into right now. it. Sean
3: messed up big time this week.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny because he posted a picture up on Snap, all right? And you know, it goes to his friends oh, and yes, stuff. They did, they did. And it was a picture of a like a server he goes, "Don't you hate it when a server dies?" And I'm thinking, "Oh, oh man, that's terrible. I didn't know you took it down."
2: <laughs> yeah, so we were doing some we so we have if you've ever watched live sports and you watch the clips where they do a replay, and then they have the ring around the player and it draws arrows and all this stuff. We yeah. have that type of system in our infrastructure. We are trying to solve a storage solution so that the editors can export those clips, do the graphics, and then re-import them quickly. Oh, so we're cool. trying to we were trying to integrate some USB storage, and apparently just by plugging in a USB drive to the front and rebooting the server. Uh-oh. the internal ssd decided to just not work anymore. Okay. Have you had experience with this
0: kind of stuff John? Like taking
2: down yeah, servers? Well, actually
4: actually we no, we had a server that had the exact same thing um just a few years ago. And the company it was it's a Lenovo, it's a Lenovo server and they 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 had these servers put in and they had to do an update to the firmware on the raid controller because the raid controller started to eat the drives.
0: So oh.
4: Literally you I couldn't even run, you know, we couldn't even get them to run backups. We couldn't get the data off the drives hardly. And these are this is a brand new server, brand new RAID array, brand new everything. And within the first month of operation, it starts to eat itself, and the backups are corrupt because they, as they explained, the zero ones were not written correctly at the very beginning of the raid, yet it's been functioning. So the vendor gave us a USB to stick in and reboot to this to then reinitialize the zero and move everything forward on the whole rate array and boy did that work
0: now there was a story this past week and i, I don't know if any of you dealt with this uh that uh windows 10 w- had a bug in it and it was and the it was a basically a hack i think on windows 10 that if uh you open an icon or you didn't even have to open it you said the yeah. look of the icon yep that uh it could actually uh completely destroy your hard drive which um, I don't know. I don't know anybody that dealt with this, but it is something that was urgent enough that they said Windows, Microsoft, is working on a fix for this.
3: I did hear about that, but I didn't actually hear any more of the details on it, John. Do you have more of those?
4: Well, I mean, it, it all ties back to the original hack we talked about a month ago. The solar Microsoft is still Microsoft oh, yeah. is still acknowledging that it was. They don't know how deep or wide it's still inside their systems, and that was as of a week ago. And that goes from all their cloud services all the way down to their Office 365 suite.
0: Yeah, and there was a story today about malware bikes uh, also being affected by this this hack that took place. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you said, now we're, what, three weeks, a month out? And we're suddenly going, oh, by the way, we had a little issue with it as well.
2: You got to wonder, too. You got to wonder if this is something similar. So something similar happened to um, CC Cleaner Preform. Yeah, where they had and they had the same issue where unsecure sur, uh, update server that they somebody was able to stick a malware version in, they updated that pretty quick. But it's similar,
3: similar thing. With that being said, with Microsoft being hacked, are people gonna say, what, don't don't run Microsoft. Don't trust Microsoft. <laughs>
0: we had these problems come up Go
3: before
4: to the two companies that i hate the most and that i still use all their services because i know uh i i, I became well aware that if you can't beat them you join them are microsoft and google we've had this conversation mm. before on this we've talked about this they're inherently ingrained in our lives um i don't see a way around it i, I honestly do not see a way
0: around them and when
4: we talk about a monopoly
0: it's true. I, you, you, I don't,
4: mean, you don't think like anybody Google, else Google could just have... bought Fitbit.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that, that's been a deal they've been <laughs> you, working on for a while.
4: You know,
3: that's funny is right after they announced they bought Fitbit, I got a notification on my Android smartwatch that said, mm-hmm. would you like to participate in a, in a Wear OS uh, survey that talks about, like, how do you like Wear OS? What would you like to see improved? And I, and I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Like, after all these years of wearing Wear OS, which is made by Google... All of a sudden, after they announced their acquisition of Fitbit, I get this thing and I get on Reddit and I, and I look at the Android subreddit and everybody's talking about it. Like, wait, what is going on? Why all of a sudden are we getting all these notifications asking us, how do we like Wear OS? Like, why didn't they ask us years ago when we were telling them you need to improve this?
2: Why spend the money? Let another company figure it all out. Let them spend the capital.
3: Here's the funny thing about the Fitbit thing is it's not even been approved by the DOJ yet. Like. The, the thing is, is they had they had a a, a a period of time that the DOJ had to review all of the details of the sale and then provide feedback to Google whether or not this would be approved or they needed to make changes or they needed to divest some things. And that a period expired without any type of notification from the DOJ. And then all of a sudden, the day that it expired, Google was like, hey, all right, we bought Fitbit. They they released publicly that, hey, we bought Fitbit, and the DOJ is like, wait, hold up, what? No, we didn't tell you you can buy it. And They're like, well, you guys let that time period expire.
0: What is the benefit? There, what would be What is the benefit, honestly? And some people will ask this, you know, that are listening and going, I don't get it. My company was bought by so-and-so, and this company was bought by so-and-so. <laughs> what would be the benefit of them owning Fitbit when they have their own? Think about all the medical
4: history that they just grabbed from two different sources, their own that they already had and Fitbits, which was the largest in the market. Mm-hmm. So now they, I mean, what do they have to worry about?
2: Google already stores so much medical data already.
4: Yes, this is Wally. Yeah, this is Wally. This is not
3: about the company or the features it provides. This is about the data of their users. That's all they care about. They want That's to know right. everything about us, and it's, it's crazy. I don't know. This could be going off on a tangent right here. But, you know, you, you I, I saw the movie and I read the book about Ready Player One, how, you know, you got this virtual reality world everybody spends their time in. Everybody neglects the real Earth because everybody wants to spend their time in this. And and I recently just got myself that Oculus Quest 2, and I've been finding myself spending more and more time in it. And with all these companies with their data and, and knowing so much about you and then creating these virtual environments, dude, I think this, you know, this is where we're heading. We're heading to this paradise virtual reality world where these big tech companies are going to know everything about you and they're going to use that to create the best experience for you in a virtual world and you're going to want to live in there yeah well that's a big perfect
0: that's a big question is is uh if ai gets out of control who turns it off <laughs> see now that that's really funny because if you read ready player
2: two which i've about four chapters in so i'm, I'm about
3: in. six chapters in and it is all about that. What happens when the AI gets out of control?
2: What happens when the utopia becomes a dystopia?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then suddenly, and then people don't know how to do anything anymore. Because nope. we've we've had technology doing it for us for so long that uh, we we don't we just don't know how to do it. Yep. So I kind of I kind of wonder about that. Well,
3: that's that's the thing. Even in the book, you know, again, I'm referring back to this Ready Player One, but in, in the very first book, uh, which I'm I. I, I I'm sorry, spoiler alert, because it's been like a couple of years now that it's been out. But at the very end of the movie in the book, when he wins the contest and he becomes the heir to the Oasis, which is the virtual reality world, the the creator of the Oasis gives him the ability to have this big red button that he can press the big red button and just completely destroy the Oasis, putting everybody back to the time before the Oasis was created. And I think that, you know, it, it, what you're saying there, Andy, is... You know, people are going to get so involved in these things and they're going to forget the real world. And then what happens when we just go back to the real world? And like you said, everybody forgets how to be a real
0: human again. I I think, you know, if you look at decades and centuries, we've always looked at ways to improve our life. We always said, well, I want to be able to do this. And, you know, we've got lawnmowers now that, well, we had lawnmowers that developed for being the push mower to being a gas mower, to being an electric mower, to being a solar mower, to now you, you got like Roomba type devices, you put them on your lawn and they'll do it for you. Yeah. So you got time to do other things. Um, you know, we always look at these things that are in life. The virtual CES show last week was was a, a, all about things to make our lives better. So, you know, is there anything? Is there something inherently wrong about us wanting to make our lives easier and better? Well, Are we missing no, something? Where does it stop? Then,
4: then we better change our voc-, our voc rehab and voc schools into computer tech. And we need engineering, uh, not, not just mechanical, electrical. We need engineering because they're going to have to build these automated things. They're going to have to service. They're going to have to facilitate that process. No,
3: no, no. They don't have to build them. Computers will build them for them.
0: Yeah, see, that's the thing. Then you get computers online. Well, wait, we hey, can make I'm this sorry, Can you
3: name me one manufacturing
4: plant that actually uses humans anymore? Uh, all of them? You still have somebody to service the line, to service the automated machinery. It still will break down. It still requires. But you
3: actually use them to actually machine, you know, to create the machines. Everything is created by other machines.
0: He's got a point there to make it faster, to make more product.
3: even look at Amazon, for for God's sakes. I mean, look at Amazon with their distribution warehouses. They've got bots that go around and grab everything and bring it to a human. And the human just has to grab it out of there and throw it in a box. Pretty soon, that job's going to be gone too. My, my one of my best friends works for Amazon in one of those warehouses in Denver, and he says every month, like they're just getting rid of people because they don't need them anymore.
0: Well, they tried that in the markets. Remember that uh, in supermarkets, they had it so the robots would a go around too early. in the and, and yeah, maybe it was too early for it, but it would go around and it would see where where shelves didn't have the you know proper stock and was the, oh, time to restock that. And what would they do? They'd just report to a human and say okay you got to go stock the shelf. So you know again our bosses are going to be uh AI, our bosses are going to be robotic. Well, Samsung at CES introduced a new robot. It'll set the table for you. You know, it'll it'll, it'll do the started. dishes.
3: Well, look at look at McDonald's well, and look at Burger King. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure about Burger King, but look at like McDonald's right now. You go to McDonald's, you don't even get your order taken by a human anymore. You go up to a kiosk, you you type in your order and then you just stand back. But it's and super convenient. Well, yeah, but these are the same people that 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 you know. These are minimum wage jobs. I get it. I'm not trying to get a discussion about that, but these are the uh, jobs that are keeping a lot of people from being homeless. Yeah. And when these robots take over, where do they go work?
0: Well, and I'm I'm one okay. I'm one of those. I go into a supermarket, like my favorite market, and they've got the self checkout. I won't go to the self checkout.
3: I don't. I don't. I don't like it either. I will I don't go want through to do the.
0: That. I will go through the checker because I appreciate mm-hmm. the interaction I get with the checker.
3: Oh, I just don't want to do it myself. That's, That's why not.
4: I said there will always be a need for the service. Hmm.
3: Yeah. We, well, tell that to we, big no matter. The,
4: look, guys, we've had automation forever. It's been over 150 years. We've had some automated form in our society. Can Even I... the internet was the called the telegraph. Mm-hmm. Hello, have you tried to
3: get in touch with an actual human being at Microsoft or Amazon recently or Facebook you can't. Yes. or yeah. Facebook? Yes. You can't. It's all automated help. Like, hi, how can I help you today? Customer service. I say you want to get customer service. How can I help you today? <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. It's I so frustrating that, I need to talk to you. You can't. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. Well, and that's and,
2: and we wonder why we can't have civil discourse between two people, because we're losing the ability to yeah. read people. Yes, Wally. exactly.
0: Wally. Yeah. Wally. yeah, you keep mentioning Wally. For our listeners that don't know, Wally is in reference to the the movie that Disney yes. put out some years ago. Uh, all about, uh, uh, and I had it on TV the other day, and I, I, I didn't have the audio with it. I think that would have been important, but it's all about that you know, uh, that, that kind of society. By
3: well, humans, Basically humans leave the earth because the earth is dying. They go onto this giant space cruise ship where everything is taken, taken, uh, done for them by computers. And they all get, you know, super fat and lazy because all they Under get to do one is
2: one corporate overlord by and large.
3: Yep. And they just, they go around and they do whatever they want to do on their smart tablets and phones because they don't have to do anything. So they don't have to exercise. They don't have to get up and do anything. And yeah, that's basically Wally. I mean, that's this is what we're going towards.
0: Well, another big issue this week has been uh, privacy. And I mean, if you think about it, you got to take a look at what happened to WhatsApp. But WhatsApp is kind of like, eh, everybody it's jumped. Facebook. Every, yeah. yeah, everybody got off because okay. they thought privacy, but yet they're staying on Facebook. Yeah, well, yes. and But
3: now people are leaving Facebook for things like Telegram and other things like that. Or yeah, Telegram and other things. But listen, super, super way to understand this. If you don't pay for the product, you are the product. True. Period.
0: True. True. Period. True. True. So don't believe the Wemo stuff. Don't jump out of Wemo. Well, well I mean. Telegram.
4: Telegram. I, I beg and, my and, kids that I do
0: TikTok and they still did it.
4: I don't know what to do about that. Yeah, TikTok owned by the Chinese. I know Trump tried to do the whole Whatever thing. Whatever happened with selling. that? I don't know, man. It just kind of went it away. It just kind of went poof because everything else went poof.
0: Right. Just yeah. like
4: the hack. We don't hear anything about the hack yet. Tons of companies are still affected by this hack
0: and now three weeks later we're getting an announcement oh by the way we were affected but shouldn't they let the customers that were subscribing and paying for malware bytes and some of these other companies that have been affected let them know nope why not 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 until the lawyers get involved first and protect the company liability
4: got to figure out your liability is it is it more liable for us to just let it roll or do we call Mm -hmm. it out and just take the recall yep it's the whole recall effect
3: yeah (laughs) It really is. Boy, it's a, it's a sad. Gosh, disgusting. we sound
4: cynical tonight. This is horrible. <laughs> Dude, we're, we're it's cynical. This is it's the bad. truth. We're this like, is... technology show. Hey, welcome to the world. Guess what? Don't use technology. <laughs> is... <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's pretty much true.
0: Was there anything in any of the virtual CES stuff that you guys saw? Was there anything that you liked? There's one that I really liked. I don't I know if there was, was anything.
2: I was so much, I didn't get a chance. Like, it was, I was I working. Haven't... Ten yeah. hour days most of the time, so I didn't even get a chance to see much of it. Wait, I haven't either. CES,
0: yeah, virtual CES they did last week for a whole week. I, I, I must,
4: I must have watched the wrong virtual show. <laughs> what were you watching? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you were watching. I thought you, you told don't me know, to go. Watch... You don't want to know. <laughs> yeah.
4: It happens the same time every year in Vegas that CES happens. Not so that
0: I- one. No, you don't. Oh. That, I didn't even know if they did that show. I didn't even know if they did that show this year. Oh, he didn't have to say anything. I yeah. what he was talking about. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I actually covered that show once, and I was the, yeah. boy, I had to Jeez. have a shower when I left. Now
3: boy. we
2: know what John has doing, pants. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you no, know, Andy, I, I honestly, I haven't, I didn't, like, Sean, I didn't get a chance to look at it. I know um, you were talking about getting us some access to it and all that, but I just, yeah. I hadn't had a chance to even look at it. I've been so busy.
0: There is a company that is making, and I love this. I'm just going to tell you. And, but I mentioned to a couple of people and they're, they're, they were concerned. So they're making a Bluetooth speaker that hooks to your shower. So if you oh, want to, so if you're getting ready in the morning and you want to listen to this station via tune in, or you want to listen to maybe a, a po- our podcast, you want to listen to anything, it is plugged into your shower your shower head, right? It is powered by the water.
3: Sure. So it's a hydro battery or something. Yeah. There's
0: there's no charger on it. You don't have to take it down and recharge it. It's actually powered but it by it the shuts water
3: off as soon as you turn the water off. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that would be it. So, but I mean this, this way you could have, but of course, right away I was asked, well, wait a minute. It's in your shower. Is there a camera in it? Is it listening? What is that? Mm-hmm. See, again, people are starting to, to become more aware of things. Like, wait a minute, I'm bringing this into my home. What are the capabilities? We've been telling people for years, t- televisions. Televisions are the perfect eavesdropper.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, I, I told you recently about my uh, new television. I got the Samsung uh, uh, TV. It's a 75-inch 4K TV. And when I hooked it up to Wi-Fi... My uh, and I I know this always sounds funny every time I say it, but my pie hole, which is Raspberry Pi running a DNS uh, blacklisting service. Basically, it tracks uh, what uh, is being sent out to the Internet and it will block certain things. Once I turned on or once I plugged in that Samsung TV, my pie hole went crazy. It was telling me how many different things that Samsung was doing. Samsung, that TV became the number one offender on my network for sending out my data. It was sending out everything from how long I watched the TV, what channels, what inputs I was using, uh, did I watch an ad on this? Did I use the smart features? All those things. And then I blocked them all. I blocked them all on Piehole. So now my Samsung TV every time I turn it on, it always tells me something's wrong with something. It gives me some generic wow. error message. It's like, oh yeah, something's wrong. You need to Check your internet, and it's like nah, I know what's wrong.
0: I'm blocking you. That's what uh, some companies have been doing, and we've seen the prices come down on products well, because why. they're able to then take your data. Because yep. obviously, they can report to the networks, the cable companies, the, the distributors, and say, "Well, this household likes watching this, yep. or this household no. is predominantly Spanish anymore. speaking." No, 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 yeah. no. no. yes, no.
4: It has, it, you don't even have to go. It doesn't even have to go that far. They sell ads. To companies well, no, to targeted markets that they know who are already there. You you are correct, John. You are correct. But however, I mean, they also do report
3: the statistics back to no, no, uh, right, Nielsen. Right, right, right,
0: right. So your point, John, is that they can feed you ads, and we've heard so a couple of the manufacturers have worked into deals with uh, that they'll be able to actually push an ad over whatever you're watching. To, just so, like TuneIn does uh, with right. with ads that they do if you're listening to a stream,
4: you you do know currently that there's there's regional ads that will get dropped automatically based off of your TV set top location. So that's that network traffic's already correlated between the marketer because everything getting to the head of the cable company is
0: getting fed through a stream. Mm-hmm. And is it going to work on the same theory that if you're talking in the household, you ever notice this? You're talking about buying a new car. Oh, absolutely. suddenly you will start seeing told you new car before. ads. I've told you that story before. Yeah, And it used to be that you'd have to look it up on online. Now. Nope. It doesn't seem to be working that way. anymore.
2: It was going back to the whole TV thing and the serving of ads, right? And working in television, Justin, you can probably relate to this and how ads are going to change into television. And even the broadcast television is going to change because all of television is based on ads and sales, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you had, these specific times during the year, every quarter for sweeps. Yeah. And I worked in a market where they sent out, I think it was like 7,000 diaries.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: So you got a diary in the mail. They paid you like 10 bucks or something and you just filled out what you did and you sent it to them. That's how you got your ratings. Well, I was in the transition between the, the diary market and a digital market. And I will tell you it changed how often we did sweeps. It no longer was, we only do sweeps every November, February. It was, well, we're just focused on content all the time now Yep. because it didn't matter because we were getting ratings every week, like every week you could jump every in day, mm-hmm.
3: every day mm-hmm. yeah, you can get your day. ratings.
2: So it, it no longer like now we can serve you ads based on what we know you're watching, yep. not what you're watching every month or every two months or every, three or months. every so quarter. Yeah. It, it was very interesting to see that transition from a very analog written market to now we know what you're watching all the time
0: Yep. well speaking of of shows and and everything else we gotta take a break we come back WandaVision made it's debut Mm. uh, and some people have been really against it others kind of get it So uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about that and some other tech uh, as well. uh, That With more of Tech Talk Radio, I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeird. I'm Broadway. And I'm Justin. Find us on the web at techtalkradio.com.
2: We'll be right back.
4: Now, back to Tech Talk Radio.
2: Welcome back to Tech Talk Radio. I'm Sean DeWeird. I'm Broadway.
0: I'm Justin. And I'm Andy Taylor. Well, Disney Plus went ahead and did it. You know, they they did The Mandalorian. You guys kept telling me I needed to watch it. I went ahead and subscribed. Did you finish it? Oh my gosh. Yes. It was so good. It was. You know, that's the whole thing about these shows that you watch when you binge them. Even if you don't binge them and you wait till the season's over, right? Then you go back and you watch them. You still end up watching them all in one shot. Did the same thing with Cobra Kai. Now I have to wait. I never
3: actually watched that.
0: That's such a good show. And I have to to wait now till another six or seven months till the next season of Cobra Kai is going to be available. But this new one made a debut, and everybody thought, oh, it's going to be the Marvel world. It's going to be great. It's the show WandaVision.
3: I've heard about this. I have not watched it yet, but oh. I've, I've
0: heard about
2: it. There's only two episodes out right now, so don't feel they're doing it the What exactly they, they dropped, is they dropped, it? They dropped two. You have to watch it to kind of understand. Well, I think <laughs> we, we
0: kind of, so, so basically, it's two Marvel characters. It's Vision, and I'm trying to think of the other.
2: Wanda the Scarlet Witch.
0: Well, Wanda the Scarlet Witch. So they're suddenly, in this show, they're suddenly in a black and white world. They're in a world of old. Kinda like Pleasantville. Yeah, and they're old and classic, but they're playing it off like they're in a sitcom. So the first one looks like Dick Van Dyke show. Matter of fact, they even brought in Fred Malamed, who is a great voiceover guy. You've seen him in tons of things, who looks like Dick Van Dyke's old boss from the Dick Van Dyke show. And then at the second episode that they showed, uh, it uh, was more like a Bewitched episode. And they would flash color once in a while. I mean, it's black and white. And then at the end, it kind of changes. But there's – the thing is there's stuff that's going on that's happening. I don't know. Uh, Sean, have you got this idea that something bad is going to happen? And we're going to find out why they're in
2: this world? Yeah, so when I watch these shows, uh, Caitlin and I watch these shows typically together. And we like to look at all the minute, minute details. Ooh, what was that symbol? What was that? Why why did you, why did they show that scene? And why was the end shot differently than the beginning? And like those types of things without trying to do any spoilers. But um there were some things that we noticed that we were able to do some research on and kind of get an idea of what's coming and what to expect. Like the surprise person at the end of the first episode.
0: Yeah. Like who was that?
2: Right. Yeah. So if you if you do some research into that, you find out and you can go back and look in the comics and kind of understand – who that character is, what they're involved in is, and Wait. kind of pick up theories on that. So that's what I like to do because I do like the comics. Like when the Infinity War movies came out, um, and you, you had all that, I bought all the comics. I own the entire Infinity War collection because I wanted to read how it all went through and how it happened. And I was really bummed there wasn't a Thanos copter in. Uh, <laughs> a
0: little too much money.
2: <laughs> so we real, real quick, I want to hear John's
3: take on it because he said that he didn't like it. But you not, didn't this, like again, it. as a person that I, I have not seen it, I just want to understand the basic premise of this. These are, you said, these are two Marvel characters, Marvel superheroes that all of a sudden just find themselves together as like a husband and wife in a 1950s sitcom.
0: Yeah. And the yeah. audience, there's can laughter. There's, they're in black and white. He can change his his appearance so he looks more human, uh, and they interact with the people that are in that community.
2: So here's the best description that I just found of the show, right on IMDb. Right, the series is based on the comics. The Vision and the Scarlet Witch, the two heroes have adventures together. House of M, Wanda, the Scarlet Witch creates an idyllic alternate reality, and the Vision, um, where the Vision tries to live a normal life with the normal family. So it's kind of those three, top, those three storylines, kind of mesh into one.
0: But uh, there's something brewing, that uh, like the B thing. I, I I was like, okay, what is this? And I'm,
2: well, you just you get, don't say too much. Oh, okay, All I right.
0: won't. But I, 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 there's, something, there's something, there's something there I couldn't understand. Netflix, John didn't. Right? And now I don't think the younger I, set will like it because I don't think they're going to understand fifties, sixties television sitcoms
4: that's why I'm not liking it because the way that they're trying to present it and it, and I understand what they're trying to do, but I don't think this is a good execution. That's, that's what I'm not liking about it because maybe, maybe I am close to being old, like you, Andy. And I, I, I do remember watching fifties type sitcoms and the, in the comedy, like some of the comedy they're using is not. It's over the top. It's right. Yeah. And that's not, and and th- so that's the mocking of the fifties. Yes, and I and that's what doesn't work. And and, and that the, the, if you want to make something that's of the fifties, then make it of the fifties, and that would actually make it more funny because the content it. itself.
0: Yeah.
4: Right. Don't you don't have to mock the fifties? You could actually portray you're in the fifties with this content that you're funny. You're you're making funny. Kind of like hmm. Back to the
0: Future did when they went back to the fifties. If you think about that.
4: Correct, but they stayed with current culture, comedy inside of the fifties.
0: Okay, I, I right. know that they brought in Dick Van Dyke as a consultant, which I thought was kind of a trip. Wait,
4: hold up—he's still alive?
0: Yes, he, he is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. I, I mean, honest—I so I literally he, thought he passed away. Dick
0: Van Dyke is still with us. His brother is no longer with us, Jerry, but Dick—Dick Dick is still with us. As a matter of fact, he is um, getting the Kennedy Center Honor, which is going to be coming up this Interesting. year. Interesting. Okay, but uh, yeah, they brought him in as a consultant to help with uh, the layout of the set and how things could work and the whole bit. But I kind of wondered, like John. Is not big a, a big fan but you weren't really a big fan of dick van dyke show growing up were you no because yeah. it
4: was a little bit before my time
3: i i Misa and i recently watched a a movie um on disney plus speaking mm-hmm. of disney plus so wait i'm sorry WandaVision is on disney plus right right, right. okay right. okay so far. we watched a movie on disney plus i it finally became free to watch even if you subscribe to disney plus oh really it became free it was
0: Mulan. Oh, okay.
3: The the, the live-action Mulan. Yeah, because it was
0: 30 bucks when it first appeared.
3: Exactly, because they really wanted to make their money back with the theaters and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But now it's free to watch if you have a Disney Plus ex- subscription. So Misa was like, look, I really want to watch Mulan. For like weeks, she would tell me, I really want to watch Mulan. And I'm like, I'm not really, I really don't want to. Finally, a couple nights ago, I'm like, fine. All right, I'll put it up on the TV. I'm going to sit here and do some work. And you watch Mulan, and I'll kind of just passively watch within five minutes i was
0: glued to the tv really
3: it is, is it good that oh my god! <laughs> i haven't seen it it. I, the so same same good. thing you did
0: i was like ah do i really want to see this it yeah. is
3: so good the the combat scenes i mean every the choreography it, it the storyline i mean obviously it follows the the animated i've never seen the animated one misa has and she's like yeah it, it pretty much follows the animated series or the animated show a movie but just wow the cinematography, the choreography, the fight scenes—everything about it was just so enthralling. Wow, it was a really good movie. It, you know, I don't know.
2: It, I... I, I I agree with Justin. It was very good. It it does follow the storyline pretty good. They took out some of the more cheesy character types, um, but uh, I I Caitlin and I were very impressed with it. I
0: have been watching more movies than I ever have. Like in the last couple of years. And going to the theater. I love the theater experience. Don't get me wrong. Well, you know, going you to our local go to the theater. Right well, now. going to our local theater is, is always been a blast. But but honestly, I'm watching more movies now because it's just so convenient. I've uh, and I've paid for them. News of the World, the the one with Tom Hanks. I thought, I really liked it. I felt good about it.
3: You, you, you know, it's, it's funny that you say that. You know, staying home watching movies, right? Mm-hmm. More and more people, and this is funny. I looked this up the home theater industry is exploding because Mm -hmm. people aren't can't they can't go to the theaters so what they're going to do is they're going to go out and buy the biggest tv they can with surround sound and the you know the best audio they can the nice couches you know what i I wish you could see my basement right now with me sean you've been here you've seen my basement Mm -hmm. it is a theater and i've had that for years because i just enjoy the home theater experience and now People are catching up. I mean, I got you know a couple of different friends that have come over you know during this whole COVID thing and you know watch a football game or whatnot. And they come down, they're like, "Oh my gosh, you have a theater in your basement." I'm like, "Yeah, I've had it for years." And they're like, "Oh, I really want to get one because we can't go to the theater anymore." I'm like, "Well, do what I did years ago: buy a theater, home theater."
4: You got a popcorn machine? I do not. That's we the do. One thing I don't have. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, you do, Andy. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. Do you use it?
0: Do no. you use it? No. Never been used. Well <laughs> you have, to me, man. <laughs> do you
4: have a do you have a family theater sign?
3: No, I don't have a family theater. I do want one of those. I actually want one of I those. Do. Two... You know what I really want is I want an on-air sign.
1: So yeah. when I'm like so doing my I trivia
3: have... nights or doing my tech talk recordings here, I can have an on air sign up above so Misa knows not to come downstairs when I'm on air.
4: <laughs> so in the house in Texas, we had a theater room that we made upstairs it was 20 by 25 we tiered it in three steps and we had seating for uh six on each row nice and and the the 80 inch uh tv uh sharp aquas when it first came out the room was painted in dark chocolate and it had sconces that nice. were also able to be dimmed the popcorn machine in the back we we, we had 7.1 surround sound And that room was my sanctuary. I love that room. When you can have your own home theater, especially when you're uh, a person like me that suffers from anxiety disorder when I get in crowds and things, it is the most rewarding thing for you to be able to actually enjoy a new movie in your own home. Um, And I can just say the memories that my kids had with that was was tremendous. Because especially with those family events, when you get all the kids in the room together, you're watching a Disney flick. You're watching a family flick. You're watching something of We do that every Friday night. And we had that sign, so get that family theater sign. Just to, you know, and we were able to put what the movie is of that week, and the kids were excited because they could every time they walked upstairs, the movie theater sign was right there saying, you know, Broadway Family Theater, and it had the movie we're playing this week. And even well, our see, you just got the like. name.
3: You got the name though that really makes it even more special. <laughs> Broadway. <yeah>. Broadway, <laughs> the Broadway theater <laughs> movie of the week. Now some now,
0: people, some people have said they have wanted to get into the experience of showing movies outdoors too. Uh, and yep. I, I know that, and, but some people have been hesitant cause they think that these projectors are going to cost them $800, $900. And then you got to buy the, the actual screen and the whole bit. Um, the prices on those have come down pretty, pretty much. So you could still enjoy a movie outdoors for what? Maybe $200. If, 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 that,
2: if you want garbage quality, sure. Yeah. I'd yeah. say you want
0: to know you're using a bank. Uh, those are really high rated.
2: Uh yeah, the Ben Ben Q's kind of been known for their high-end monitors and high-end projectors. Um so when I when we bought our house, the house already had a built-in projector screen, right? And nice. the I don't know, the the people that lived here before me had no idea what they were doing because the basement was bright red. So <laughs> uh it's painted a nice dark mossy blue green, which is really nice. Um I've got a 120-inch drop-down projection screen, and I have a Ben Q 1080p, 120 Hertz. Uh, and it looks great. And uh, one other thing that I have really great is a modular sectional by Herman Miller, which I was which, which which I bought off a family member who works at Herman Miller. So I uh, got it for a really great price. Um, and it's been great. We love it. You know, anytime we want to watch a Most of the time we watch a movie upstairs where we have our TV with a sound bar and it sounds good. But if we really want to enjoy a movie or we want to have friends over and watch the Super Bowl or New Year's Eve, it's really great. And it's a great space and it's modular and it's it's a great social space.
0: Now, John, could you do this uh, and go outside and watch a movie like on the side of the house this time of year? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, Andrew, sure. I sure could, Andrew. I mean, Wisconsin's lovely. Yeah. (laughs) Wisconsin's lovely this time of year, right? Uh,
4: Yeah, we're doing quite well. Yeah. It's cold. (laughs) It's cold today. Like this is no joke, people. This is super cold. Um, no, but I mean, I mean, yeah, you could actually, you could if you were willing to brave the elements. Yeah, I've thought about putting a, a big screen out by my chicken coop and spending the night with the chickens, or doing a, a doing a movie under the night's lights with the chickens. What kind you of movie what? would
0: you show to uh, uh your gaggle of chickens or whatever you, you call it? Are you kidding me? What chicken we... Little.
3: Chicken Little. <laughs> <Yeah>. Of course. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. Perfect. And then I could also play a ton of foghorn leghorn intros coming into the movie. You know, do like this intro. I say I say I say I say, I say a little boy. <laughs> well, I, I say boy. I say I say I say you you're a dog. You're not a chicken hawk. You're a dog.
0: We had to come up with a list of movies to show your chickens. That would be that would be great. Oh, man. That should be the name of the show this week. What what to what to show your chickens or something like that. All right, we're gonna take another break. We come back. Uh, Peloton. We we wanted to find out more about Peloton aside from that, the benefits. And our good friend Jessica Faborg, who has been on the show before, uh, decided to give us kind of a, an idea, a little cap about what peloton is all about so we'll find out with that and more coming up with tech talk radio i'm andy taylor
3: i'm sean DeWeerd. i'm broadway and i'm justin find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash tech talkers we'll be right back
4: and now back to tech talk radio hey this is Dietrich bader from Batman, and you're listening to tech talk radio
0: welcome back to tech talk radio i'm andy taylor and uh we call her a good friend of the show She's been on our show before. Jessica Faborg is with us. Jessica has uh, put herself into the world of Peloton. And, you know, it's kind of neat to see how technology and, you know, physical activity and working out... Uh, it really comes together to make it a good experience. We thought, let's get Jessica on the show to talk about it. Jessica, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Now, how long have you been uh, working with uh, uh, your Peloton system?
1: So I got my bike at the end of May in 2020.
0: Is what sold you is the way that it interacts with a trainer and giving you the ability to to get different uh, lesson plans and the whole bit?
1: You know, a funny story, when I bought my Peloton, I had no idea what I was getting into Um, so no, I thought I was just buying a cool bike that I could ride when I was in quarantine. It turns out that it turned into so much more than just a bike.
0: What amazed you the most about uh, being able to use this?
1: As, As just a piece of equipment, what motivates me the most is the fact that it's in my home. And so I roll out of bed. It doesn't matter what I look like. Um, I can just get on the bike and go. And I'm a first thing in the morning rider, so that works really well for me. What keeps me motivated, however, is actually the groups and the teams that form around the different trainers and the trainers themselves. There's so much more to Peloton than people realize until you're kind of, drinking the kool-aid if you know what i mean (laughs) um for instance there's a peloton of arizona on facebook and that's you know all writers in arizona peloton over 40s a women's group there's a men's group there's a singles group which is not a dating site (laughs) (laughs) it's just a facebook group of people who are single who happen to own Pelotons, all of these different groups, and uh, creating events to celebrate each other's milestones. If you hit 100 rides, it's a big deal. So, you know, you bring your new Peloton friends with you and you all go on a ride together and interact and perfect strangers turn into best friends in a matter of just a couple months.
0: For those listeners that have never seen the Peloton uh, and Uh never obviously experienced this, technically, what was required of you to be able to get this set up,
1: Wi-Fi and power,
0: and that's it. Yes, I mean, did you have to have a lot of knowledge? I mean, you get the Wi-Fi, and you're you're pretty sharp. I've known you for many years, so you can you can figure this stuff out. But so you've got a screen in front of you; it's a pretty big uh-huh. screen. You don't have to supply your own monitor, and then you just follow along, and it'll tell you how to work. Work, and you set goals. I mean, how does that work? All work.
1: Okay, so there's um, many different types of classes, and there's also two different types of bikes now. Um, I have the classic bike, so it's stationary, and the screen itself stays stationary. Um, It's a 17-inch monitor, and it does walk you through by connecting to the Internet and things like that. Once you're connected, you have a plethora of choices of what kind of classes you want to take. So if you want to jump on your bike and just ride, you hit the Just Ride button and you go. If you want to take an actual class, that's where the fun begins. There are about 20 different trainers. And they all have different themes, different types of workouts. There's straight cardio. There's classes that are intervals with arm workouts. You pick up your weight while you're riding your bike and you do, you know, different arm routines and things like that. The best way to describe it, you're watching kind of like the old school. And I hate to say it this way because it totally cheeses it down. (laughs) When Jane Fonda used to do like jazzer sides,
0: oh and man!
1: She'd tell you, you know, kick and kick and
0: right, right.
1: So it, it's a trainer. It, it's not just like some paid actor who's like being ridiculous on a screen. They're telling you um, for the majority of the ride. So telling you, okay, set your cadence at this speed, which is how fast your legs are going, of course, mm-hmm. and set your resistance at this amount which is the amount of weight on the wheel you know that you have to push through and then they do different call outs throughout the workout so these workouts range anywhere from five minutes to 90 minutes there's beginners advanced intermediate there's theme rides for instance for new year's they did a beatles ride which was just an hour writing with one of the wacky instructors that I love, and nothing but a Beatles soundtrack. Oh, wow. um, a couple weeks ago, there was a Metallica soundtrack. They do different artist series, did a mental health awareness ride that was so powerful, I actually cried. But wow. what motivates me personally about the classes that I got into in about September, it's the program called The Power Zone. This program is Similar to back in the day when you would use a heart rate monitor mm-hmm. to figure out where your you know where your heart rate is, and once you diet you know, pick, pinpoint that, then that tells you where you should be working out. So it's the same concept, only it's based on your actual fitness level. So you take this test, this twenty minute fitness test, and it gives you what your zones are. So when you open up your screen on the bottom of the screen, it's kind of like a thermometer of zones one through seven. Right. That's now specific to your ability. No one else's.
0: Oh, that's cool. So it's Taylor. So, it's really tailor made for you and how much you want to put in and how much you want to get out.
1: Exactly. This is where that gets you with the interactive stuff. And this is the stuff, Andy, I know you follow me on social media. Yep. You've seen me posting. Um, especially if you're a nerd like I am and into analytics and tech behind it. Right. So there's the group, the power zone pack is what they called. So you get on your ride, you do your ride, you follow the instructor's cues on which zone you're going to be in this time. You get off your bike and you log into the website and you hit a little button that says sync and it spits out this beautiful graph. It shows you where the target, you know, a dark blue line of the targeted zones, and then the little squiggly line of where you actually hit. So, of course, your goal is to meet your target.
0: I could say, you know, and I, and I know that we all have different reasons. Uh, it's for our mm-hmm. maybe our heart, or it's uh, because we just want to uh, get get a little more energy throughout the day. Of course, people that were staying home during the pandemic. I know that uh, Peloton has seen some record sales because people are at home. They don't, oh, yeah. they're not going out to the gyms, um, but others, you know, for, for weight conditioning and, you know, and being a, a healthier you, I've got to say, I have seen the transformation for you using the Peloton to where you are. It's, you look amazing. I mean, and I know that you feel, I'm sh- You're sure you feel great about it.
1: Oh, absolutely. I have lost, well, I'm kind of at a plateau as far as numbers go, but the gains are there. Um, I've lost 52 pounds, and that's just since I started doing the power zone, so from September to January, and I'm able to push more, not just with my muscles, but like you said, with my heart, with my lungs, and it has given me not only a healthier image, and you're right, I have transformed tremendously. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of pants sizes have gone
0: down.
1: <laughs> um, but my confidence has gone through the roof too.
0: I love that. That that's the best part about, uh, any kind of workout plan. The other thing too, you know, uh, and I've heard that some people have said that, you know, in the past, it was like, you'd wake up, you do your thing. Then you'd think, you know, Oh, I gotta go to the gym. I have to go to the gym. That kind of is eliminated because it's in the house. It's there, but and it's not like you're just riding and you've got a TV on or something like that. You're actually connected to the program that is on that screen in front of you. That, that makes it a more immersive kind of experience. Do you, do you see them maybe having success if they do this with virtual reality?
1: Okay, so that is an actual option, actually. Um, so there's, uh, you know, I, I was speaking about the social groups on social media earlier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you become friends with these people and you follow them the same way that you would on social media. So when I log on to any ride, whether it's a live ride or it's an on-demand ride, um, there's the leaderboard, which typically would tell you, you know what your stats are or whatever. Um, you can filter that down to people you're following. So if your friends are, who are in, you know, across the country in a different state are online riding at the same time you are, you can actually high five each other the same way that you would like a post on Facebook on your touch screen. Oh, cool. Um, some of the, some of the funner, uh, more fun groups like my, uh, singles group that I'll refer to. We call them ass slaps. I'm giving you a nice little ass slap. <laughs> if you're ever, you know, cruising, cruising too. Uh, <laughs> that always gets
0: me slapped. I don't know what the deal is there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. um, and as far as the interactive part, once you're friends with someone or say, you know, say you got a bike, Andy, mm-hmm. um, you and I would follow each other. And yep. if we decided we wanted to be adventurous, we can actually video call each other from the bike while we're riding and ride together.
0: Oh, now that is great technology. Now, is that done through the Wi-Fi and a connection that's a part of the screen, like with a camera?
1: Yeah, every. Every screen has a camera on it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you don't have to use it. I, I put a band-aid over it just in case because I'm kinda CD like that. But I have been on some group rides before where we had it it ends up being like a zoom. We had like eight people on the screen going at once.
0: You know, I've really been wanting to find how this this technology of this, because it's more than a bike. It's more than just, you know, a, a stationary bike. This is a bike that brings that technology to make it a more, a better experience. Um, they're not inexpensive, but you can do it as a, a very affordable monthly fee. From what I understand, um, they'll even let you take it for a 30-day trial at home. Uh, I think it's great technology, and I've seen it work for you. And, you know, I know how you kind of love the, the you're, you've got a little geeky nerd side to you, which I love. And, <laughs> and, I, and I think that that makes this probably more of an adventure for you. Are you keeping up on the technology that they are going to be enhancing to future Peloton bikes to see if uh, maybe, you know, you upgrade or you decide to go ahead and try this feature.
1: They came out with a new bike earlier this year. It's called the bike plus and the screen on that bike. Here's some technology for you, Andy, the screen mm-hmm. on that bike swivels. So when you get off the bike, you can turn the screen around and, and now you can do the plethora of other classes they offer. Oh! So they offer yoga, they offer meditation, strength, boot camp, CrossFit, all on the same platform, all with the same touchscreen, with the same metrics. Wow. Everything's the same. Just every kind of workout you can possibly think of. They've taken you off the bike.
0: So it's like having an entire gym at your home.
1: Absolutely. So the other part that I really enjoy personally is the resistance band training. Took me a little bit to not let that resistance band slap off my toe and smack me in my face. Because, you know, (laughs) grace isn't my best quality. Um, But their trainers actually walk you through. And some of the trainers are so good, it's like they see right through your soul. One of them in particular, had the same problem I did where the, the band kept riding off her toe and actually smacked her in the face. Ow. And opposed to uh, opposed to cutting it out, they left it in. And that class is live for everyone like me who feels like they're not qualified to be doing this <laughs> <laughs> to show them that anyone can do this.
0: Anyone can do it. Do they do a live experience with this? So that you, when you, oh, ab- everybody gets on, you get on live and you're, you're seeing that instructor right there?
1: Absolutely. They have, when you log into their app, which you can do from your phone, they, it's even, the app is on Roku now too, so you could do it on your TV if you wanted to. When you log in, there's a list of live classes and on average, there's 10 to 15 live classes a day in different time zones. From the U.S. all the way to Germany. I think there's six different German instructors now. Wow. Um, Yeah, it's really cool. So you can actually take a class in German and then it's unsubtitled. But the instructor is live. The instructors are so varied. You have some that are flamboyant and some Mm -hmm. that are, you know, your typical male athlete. There's one in particular who I, she resonates with me the most simply because she looked like me when I started riding the bike. Oh, she wow. wasn't just a twiggy little thing. Definitely has, you know, some meat meat on her bones. Right. And when she speaks, she just speaks the truth and she's authentic. And there's almost like a connection that's built there because she makes you think about why you're doing it. You know, different catchphrases, teaches you how to change what you're saying to yourself when you feel like you're going to quit. Yeah. Um, and they because they are doing this live, they're experiencing what they're telling you to do. So if you're going through a very difficult part of the ride, you know, having somebody there telling you, you know, no, you're not going to give up. Yes, you can. You got this, you know, all of those things. It, it's truly a coaching
0: experience. Our listeners can find out more, onepeloton.com. Uh, you know, and, and it's it's amazing because I, I just love whenever we can take technology and make it work to make our lives better. And, you know, it's certainly, um, is this been something that you say, I'm going to do this for well, maybe another six months, another year? Or is this something that you think is going to be a part of your existence for a long time?
1: I truly think this is going to be a part of my existence for a long time. I've set some pretty wild goals and So far I've, I've actually smashed them all. Um, in a matter of months that I had the bike last year, I rode over 1800 miles and I hadn't been on a bike since I was 13 years old. So it completely changed my life. You know, you mentioned earlier, you know, people get up and they're like, Oh, I have to go to the gym and Oh, I have to do. Mm -hmm. No, I get to ride a bike every day. It's a completely different mindset.
0: Jessica, thank you so much once again for coming on, uh, You know, I might have to look into this. Uh, If so, I'll have to, you know, I'll have to do a ride together. I'll be the one that's sweaty and just huffing and puffing. But it still sounds like it's something that could certainly change uh, some lives. And again, if it's geeky and it's, you know, it's got tech in it, I'm probably going to love it all the more.
1: Oh, you'd absolutely love it. And hey, puddles of sweat are welcome.
0: (laughs) There you go. Thank you so much, Jessica, once again, for coming on the show. Uh, We're going to be back with more of Tech Talk Radio. We've got our website of the week standing by. If you love aviation, you like traveling, you're going to love this one. That's on the way. Make sure you check out our website, techtalkradio.com. We'll be right back. And now, back to Tech Talk Radio.
4: Welcome back to Tech Talk Radio. I'm Broadway.
2: I'm Sean DeWeird.
0: I'm Justin. And I'm Andy Taylor. So you've got a website of the week for us.
3: Uh yeah, I do. I, I just stumbled across this one is actually one of my coworkers sent this to me because I'm I like uh, aviation. So it's uh adsbexchange.com. adsbexchange.com. It's kind of like a like a flight tracking website, but it's all real time and you can track not only commercial flights, private flights, but even military flights. Whoa! So really? yeah, so you can go to adsbexchange.com and you can go to the uh, adsbx radar view and go to the tracking map, and then you can just see every single plane that is in the world, uh, where they're going right now. It's just, this is interesting. So you can just you know follow any flight. It's you know you mentioned it's like flight tracker or flight yeah. aware. Yeah. But this is everything, and it's interactive. So you don't have to just type in. The flight number, and then watch where it goes. You can scroll the map. You can find any flight anywhere at any time, and you, then you can track it. So this is this is—it's basically like being an air traffic controller.
2: I've seen this website before, and like I said, it was given to me by a friend. But what I found interesting, and it's something that is on my bucket list to do, is they are asking for amateur radio clubs, or if you're a ham operator, to host a repeater site. So if you go to their website and you click on Share Your Data at the top, you can. Uh, they're looking for ham radio clubs that would be interested in hosting a feeder. This could be a clubhouse, repeater site, or a, a member's house. So if you have an amateur radio license, you can do this. And they will provide you with the inf- with the, the technology to do it. They just ask that you have a suitable location for an ante- to mount an antenna, a reliable internet connection, and agree to keep the feeder on at all times. So
3: nice. It, the website is ad. SBExchange.com. exchange.com a d s b exchange.com
0: cool if you love aviation you might want to check that one out that's it for this week's tech talk radio we'll be back next week with more great technology if you've got questions drop them into us tech guys at techtalkradio.com or visit us on uh, twitter or our facebook feed i'm andy taylor i'm sean DeWeird. i'm
4: broadway
3: and i'm justin have yourselves a great week find us on the web at techtalkradio.com see you next week